Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This show is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty. If you'd like to sell properties in the Southeast US or Atlanta, reach out to me directly. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. Well, today we're gonna have an interesting show. We have a public company based in Israel that invest in US and they use uh, investors from Israel and from the US. They, they're involved in multiple property types. So I'm curious what, what companies like this think about the market here in the U.S. today, uh, about uh, financing and kind of what they're seeing uh, in the world of commercial real estate in the U.S. today. Please welcome my guest, Itai Gorin. He's founder and CEO of Belugo Capital. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, Michael. Nice to be here and thank you for having me. Well, thank you. And uh, first of all, uh, being based in Israel, what's going, you know, <laughs> it's hard even to decide on the question. Yeah, yeah. very hard times for, yeah. for, for Israel and mm-hmm. for everyone in Israel. And mm-hmm. maybe first and foremost, I want to say that mm-hmm. our hearts and thoughts are with the hostages and their families mm-hmm. and the soldiers and, and everybody in Israel that is suffering due to this uh, tragedy. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into the commercial real estate world. And uh, you guys are raising money from investors you're looking for properties here in the u.s i know you do multifamily, you do industrial you do senior housing and you do grocery anchored um, retail so what are you seeing today as far as as a public company uh, raising money today from high net worth individuals from institutional investors um, family offices what's it like today compared to maybe last year and the year before what are you seeing there yeah, very different than uh, two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we used to have uh, uh, over demand by by investors mm-hmm. to to everything we did in in twenty twenty one and twenty two, and mm-hmm. today obviously appetite is lower. Uh, the Fed increased interest rate. Interest rate higher interest rate is bad for real estate, so values drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, investors have more uh, com- more. Uh, available investments to invest in mm-hmm. alternatives to real estate and they pick and choose what they want to do mm-hmm. and in general the appetite is not very strong for investments mm-hmm. in general in Israel in particular you know before the war we had uh, a judicial uh, reform so that was a, a big issue in Israel and now the war in Israel so investors are much less hungry, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. With that said, I mean, we've been successful in, over the last year to raise money, to deploy capital, to take advantage of opportunities. We are seeing opportunities because of increased interest rate in all the sectors that we're in and we're transacting. So mm-hmm. every deal that we wanted to uh, do to close on, we raised the money and we closed it. We transacted close to 400 million last year and we we have appetite for more this year. That's great. What have you seen as far as trends on diff, uh, on finding properties and on and 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 dealing with your investors since the Fed announced recently that they weren't not going to raise rates again and they might actually lower them? You've seen any, anything change? 
Well, you see, the treasuries definitely changed. They lowered substantially in the last month, month and a half uh, since this announcement. So I see more lenders, you know, ease up and, and they're more welcoming deals and, and seeing opportunities. And so are investors. So we definitely think this year will be much more active than last year. Last year, the markets were very volatile, interest rates increased and were expected to continue to increase. So the market, people didn't sell if they didn't have to sell. Mm -hmm. And uh, the activity in the market fell, uh, people say around 70%. You should tell us, you know, mm -hmm. what, what did you see? And we felt the same. So we transacted less than previous years. Um, this year, I think we will see much more activity as people are eager to invest, eager to buy and to sell. And I think the markets and the liquidity in the debt market is going to improve. We've, we're seeing it improving, but it's too short of a period now mm -hmm. uh, since this, this announcement. Yeah. What are your expectations of property performance moving forward into 2024 and beyond? Good question. Uh, you know, on one side, there are deliveries from uh, properties that have been constructed or starts of construction during 21 and 22. These properties are being completed and coming into the market this, this year and next year. On the other hand, since uh, the Fed started increasing rates, starts of new construction projects really dropped like a rock. So mm -hmm. beyond 20, 2025, we don't see more deliveries of product, new product at the sectors we we work in. So I think we'll see some softness in in certain sectors in certain areas where there were you know a lot of construction and they're seeing a lot of deliveries of new product this year. But overall, we're we're very bullish on the market. We we expect uh, rents to continue to rise and and values to. Uh, rise in accordingly because construction costs are high and it's hard to construct liquidity or debt market for for new construction is very low so it's hard to construct uh, but there is shortage so fundamentally in the sectors we're in which are multifamily uh, grocery anchor shopping centers senior housing and industrial we don't see oversupply mm -hmm. so when when these deliveries taper off, we will see shortage and pressure on, on rents to go up. And obviously, if interest rate reduces, like everybody expect, we will also see values uh, bounce back. Yeah. Are you seeing yet, like you mentioned, it's it's pretty short in the game here since the Fed's announcement. Are, are you seeing any more available properties than you did last year yet? As far as yes, we see mm -hmm. January is started strong. So mm -hmm. we see more more product, more uh, more offers from brokers, mm -hmm. and, and we talk with players in the market, buyers, sellers, and we mm -hmm. see we mm -hmm. see more activity. It's mm -hmm. not enough time to see how this how this year will uh, take off, but I think it's uh, it's going to be as I said more active than last year. Yeah, one of the. Uh sectors you're in as senior housing and of course senior housing took a took a hit uh, performance wise uh, during COVID. What do you guys see now uh, on your senior housing properties? It, we it took a tremendous hit. Okay, mm -hmm. We are developing uh, senior housing, assisted living, memory care and independent living 
uh, in Metro Atlanta. We we're building now our 12th facility under the Manor Lake Bullygo uh, uh, brand. And we are booming in terms of occupancy, lease up, rent, rent increases. So we're doing very well, but it's following a very challenging uh, long period because remember we had COVID and the counties closed our gates mm -hmm. uh, pretty much. We couldn't admit new people. Mm -hmm. uh, subsequently, we had a, a big crisis with, with service industry people. Mm -hmm. So these, it was four years of really you know, hard times for senior homes and many people, many players, developers pulled out of the market. So there, was, there wasn't like, uh, un, unlike other sectors where they kept building during COVID and and post covid in senior housing we we didn't have new supply coming up mm -hmm. so we are doing very well with our portfolio we're seeing uh, as i said high occupancy and and high uh, rent increases and i think it's an opportunity for the next three to five years and mm -hmm. remember on the senior home side you have the silver tsunami right our parents are getting to the age and mm -hmm. and and they are the the largest uh, section sector in in demographic and mm -hmm. uh, so we we expect a lot of demand and, and shorter short in supply but we see that also in multifamily and in other in other sectors as i said fundamentally mm -hmm. supply and demand those sectors are in in a very good place yeah they are suffering because the current interest rate environment, right. but supply demand is good and we're, we're bullish about the future. Yeah, that's good to hear. And when you mentioned multifamily, of course, multifamily had a great run up in uh, rent increases uh, annually, just kind of crazy numbers crazy. like 10 percent, 15, 20. 15, yeah. Yes. What are you seeing today? Are rents kind of leveling out? What are you seeing on your budget? We see rents leveling out. Uh, we don't see them dropping. Mm -hmm. We see they're leveling out or slight increase. Mm -hmm. There are certain areas in the southeast where where we are developing and, and own a multifamily project that there is a lot of supply coming up. So you see a little bit softness in the occupancy. You know, if we were used to 97, 98% occupancy in the last two years, maybe now it's 94, 95 or 93. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the area. We, we have markets where, where there are higher barriers to entry and we are still at 97, 98%. And in other markets where we see many deliveries of new product, we're down to 93, 94%. But overall, the, the rent trajectory is high and NOI is expected to continue to grow. Again, for, for limited new supply and limited new supply of, of residential unit in, in general, yeah. because people are not buying houses today, mm -hmm. right? Because mortgage is so high and mm -hmm. to, it's, it's, I think I read somewhere that it's over $1,000 cheaper per month mm -hmm. to rent versus own a residential unit today. So mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense for us to continue and buy and grow in, in the multifamily space. Yeah. And you guys do uh, development and, and you also acquire properties. And I know you're in core, you're in core plus, you're an opportunistic and value add. Uh, what is the demand from equity today? Uh, you're seeing more uh, in, in either one of those uh, uh, classes. 
Well, you know, investors, they want high risk, low return, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's, it's hard to find. So we are trying to deliver, you know, best or very good, strong risk adjusted return. Mm -hmm. So yes, we do opportunistic deals, which a multifamily development or a senior home development, it's opportunistic because you create something that wasn't there, you have risks associated, yeah. and you need to build it to list it up. And, uh, but it's, it's a great opportunity when, when you know what you're doing mm -hmm. versus, you know, other people want cash flow there. So we are very protective on the downside. We want to make sure we don't lose money. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we like high, high returns. Mm -hmm. we, we, we like taking calculated risks mm -hmm. in order to achieve those returns. And, you know, we are not dependent on any one investors. We, we, we have hundreds of investors with different, different appetite profiles. So some investors mm -hmm. are looking for more income producing day one cash flow, you know, moderate risk uh, projects. So it's, it can be a grocery anchor shopping centers, mm -hmm. center with, with some upside uh, built into the program or some are, you know, they don't need the day to day. They want to take more risk and get higher returns. So they get into developments with us. So mm -hmm. again, we, we're doing all of the above and uh, we have investors with different appetites to do those. Are you finding uh, lenders, uh, some lenders open to discussing uh, development, construction, financing today or? It's hard. Yeah. People that it's, it's, it's very hard and challenging for, for inexperienced mm -hmm. developers. Mm -hmm. We've developed over 40 communities, multifamily and, uh, and uh, senior homes, uh, much more than a billion dollars in cost basis in the last uh, five years, mm -hmm. let's say. So we, we are experienced, we have relationship, relationships with mm -hmm. lenders. And even today, we're successful in obtaining debt for a construction uh, project, but it's nothing like it used to be two, two or three years ago in terms of the number of uh, uh, banks or lenders that uh, would, would do the project. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear there's, there's some uh, uh, providing financing for construction because these are probably, uh, you know, when I speak to lenders, I think, you know what, keep doing loans, keep looking at loans because these might be some of the safest loans you've ever done. For sure. You know, <laughs> values are low. Yeah. Loan to value is low. Yeah. It's, it's safe. Yeah. It's he heaven for, for lenders, yeah. but you know lenders, they're right. very institutional yeah. and uh, in, in their mind and yeah. many are, you know, licking their wounds right now or, yeah. you know, with office uh, complexes or mm -hmm. highly leveraged multifamily and things like that. Yeah. Do, do you see distress in mm -hmm. the market? Do you expect distress in the market? Yeah, we're seeing it. We just uh, accepted two assignments to sell foreclosed properties. Uh, we sold another uh, foreclosed property a couple months ago. And yeah, we expect, to, property expect to see more uh, office mainly. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, although we just uh, just accepted assignment for an industrial uh, deal. Um, and, you know, I think most of the foreclosed properties, I think, are where borrowers were not cooperative or the borrowers weren't uh, protecting or taking care of the asset, right? I think most lenders would prefer to work out loans with, with borrowers today if they're being cooperative yeah. and protecting the asset. We, we see that. Asset. And yeah. I think that's one of the advantages, mm -hmm. you know, not to be very modest of mm -hmm. investing with us because mm -hmm. we are a public company. Mm -hmm. We have a strong balance sheet. We can deal with our problems. We can negotiate and mm -hmm. deal with, with lenders. We will 
never let the property you know go to foreclosure right right if, if we believe in the property right you said you also uh, own industrial properties any trends you're seeing there i know there's been a great run-up in, in demand there uh, uh are you seeing any, any more demand in any certain size or type of industrial property any trend there Yes, we see more demand in the smaller, uh, more last mile warehouse distribution centers. Uh, the big boxes have been uh, in demand, but but they all also been in construction. Mm -hmm. And there are many deliveries of big boxes, warehouses outside central areas. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's more interesting to buy the smaller infill locations. <clears throat> multi-tenant facilities where the tenant have been there for a long time and maybe paying below uh, below uh, rents today which we're seeing across the board and definitely industrial is, is a great space to be here, to be in because vacancy is very low we see many uh, manufacturers building you know uh, manufacturing floors they need warehouses for inventory for for everything and there is just so much pressure uh, and we and rents are continuing to to uh, to to grow mm -hmm. substantially tell me what what are you seeing trend wise in your uh, retail properties for tenant demand uh, tenant performance <coughs> what do you see there so retail you know many people shy shy from retail because of e-commerce right and uh, shopping centers and the malls and everything that's going on we haven't been shy of retail but we played in the grocery anchored shopping center niche so mm -hmm. in fee location mm -hmm. open uh, grocery anchored shopping centers and those have demonstrated resilience during the great recession in mm -hmm. 2008 and during covid and mm -hmm. we've done very very well with those and um, we see rent grow more where the population where where you have higher population growth so mm -hmm. Uh, for instance, in the southeast, you see higher rent growth than in the northeast or other areas uh, in uh, across the nation. So that's where we focus. We focus on finding the centers that you know they need some TLC, tender love and care. Maybe there is some vacancy, but it's a very good center, very good infill location, serving the the, res the residents around it with a good grocer. If you have those fundamentals we know how to uh, improve the center how to get it to very high occupancy and and get it to cash flow favorable favorably our our portfolio is over 96 percent least nice so we're doing very well in that space nice in your new developments and in course in any ownership of commercial real estate you have construction uh, cost and and uh, things what are you seeing trend wise for your construction costs well it it leveled it leveled a little bit. Mm -hmm. We saw tremendous increase in, in uh, construction costs in the last three years, I would say. I mean, during COVID and then subsequently with supply chain issue, with labor issue, with everything just mm -hmm. went up like crazy. We don't expect it to go down to where it was, you know, three, four, five years ago, but we do expect it to moderate. We don't expect it to continue to go up. And mm -hmm. hopefully when GCs, you know, have less work when they finish com their current uh, assignments. We will see a little bit of easement there, and maybe a decrease of, you know, two to five percent in construction costs. 
Hmm. What are your goals for 2024? What, uh, what, what are you going to try to do in 2024? Is there a certain sector you're more interest, interested in? or? You know, I'm I'm uh, like a father of four, four children. We have four <laughs> sectors. I, I really love all sectors we, we operate in, and I think we'll see opportunities in in all of them. My my goal is to do more, uh, to to invest more money, to take advantage of the opportunity because mm-hmm. I think the next twelve to twenty four months will be a great vintage for real estate investments and taking advantage of opportunities, and uh, that's that's really it yeah now come on dad i know you have a favorite child <laughs> every dad does they just can't say it right <laughs> i don't have a favorite child, really well they're, they're all four great children right yeah they are uh, uh, office is not one of them i noticed it wasn't and i think office is probably one of the best opportunities for I, distressed I, acquisitions but i tend to agree but yeah. you need to be an expert and really yes, pick do. and choose Absolutely. i mean some, some of it's uh, opportunities look like an opportunity, mm-hmm. but may end up like a bad opportunity, like a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're not yet in that space. Yeah. We have, we have one office uh, deal uh, outside of Philly, a great Philly, Philadelphia, great area, mm-hmm. and we're struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you leave our audience with to think about commercial real estate investment uh, moving forward? You know, I think it's the best, uh, the best business in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I love real estate. I love what we do. I think mm-hmm. uh, we see investors in general, high net worth individuals and institutional investors, increasing their allocation mm-hmm. from equities and and fixed income to alternatives and mostly real estate. So mm-hmm. I expect real estate to to continue to be an important asset class within an investor. Um, asset allocation and, uh, you know, I expect a great ride. Do you think foreign investors uh, are increasing their allocation for U.S. or decreasing it? What do you see? Definitely trend? increasing. Okay. I mean, every every investor, when they decide to invest outside their home uh, market, mm-hmm. the U.S. is the first market they'll mm-hmm. go to. It's, it's the most transparent, um, liquid, uh, experienced market that's out there. So if you want to invest in real estate outside your home market, first market to go to is, is US, people know it. And we see tremendous flow of capital from around the world into the United States. So you feel like there's a lot of drop powder out there waiting to, to buy oh, right yeah. now? Oh yeah. yeah, tremendous amount. I think people were very disciplined mm-hmm. last year not to put too much money to work, you know, mm-hmm. trying not to catch the falling knife, right? Uh, I think we'll see much more of that this year, Yeah, M- more activity. Yeah, well, we'll leave it at that. That's a good uh, statement to end on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being thank here. Thank you for uh, inviting me, Michael. All right. Great. And thank you for joining us around the country or around the world. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bullet Realty. For commercial brokerage sales and leasing in the Southeast U.S., contact our show host by email at michael at bullrealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success Strategies, 21 incredible one-hour agent training videos. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. And by Lument. For senior housing, health care, and multifamily financing, visit Lumet.com. 
for more podcasts and videos, subscribe and visit CREshow.com.